The Ole Miss Athletics Foundation has launched Forever Ole Miss, a new plan giving society to recognize supporters who have included Ole Miss Athletics in their estate planning. One of the main benefits of Forever Ole Miss is the ability to designate priority points to loved ones upon the realization of a planned gift. For more information on Forever Ole Miss, please visit www.givetoathletics.com slash Miss. That's www.givetoathletics.com slash Miss. You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's up, it's up, it's up, it's up, it's up. Merry Christmas and welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry. How you spending your Christmas day? What are you doing? Uh, you know, we um we we finally did it, Ben. <laughs> we got the three-year-old an iPad. Congratulations, man. So he's uh he's uh, locked now, and loaded. Yeah, it'll consume his life until he's that's well, fine. Yeah, it's fine. He no more no more holding the television hostage. <laughs> um he can he can watch all the puppy dog pals and all the all the Pixar movies. Just go crazy, kid. Um because yeah, this time of the year, like we can always fix that issue by going into the basement and he can watch it on the on the big screen. And then I got the other TVs that I can watch whatever I want to watch. But man, this time of year it's cold down here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, it's still your house, right? You should be able to go into the den of your house and watch your TV <laughs> in peace with a sandwich yeah. and someone rubbing your feet. Most of the time, I, it's fine. Like, I don't really complain too much. But when we're when we're on, like, watch number five of Chicken Little, I got to draw the line somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah us, we're, we're, with Gracie, we're doing great. We're doing great. And with Riley, it has been essentially Beauty and the Beast since she was born. Okay. and But it turned into Monsters, Inc., which was great because that's the best. It's a great movie. Yeah, I mean, he he rolls through a pretty solid list just over and over. Oh, I take like, that back. Well, Riley was more obsessed with Frozen than anything, and that's just, ugh. You know what the best part of Frozen is? Olaf? When their parents die. That's <laughs> Because their parents were horrible, horrible parents. Those trolls told those stupid, terrible parents, fear is going to be her greatest enemy. And what did these brilliant idiots do? Lock their kid in a room by herself and tell her she's a freak. Yeah, it's bad parenting. Yeah. So, that, that you know what, Elsa and Anna, you should be happy your parents died. That way you can become full, <laughs> fully formed and well-adjusted adults <laughs> and find each other's sisters. What uh what do you um what do you guys eat on Christmas Day? Well, um, I usually have my whole family over, and because I guess I'm lazy, I just make a big old pot of chili. So it's been all good. We're having a good Christmas day. Uh now your three-year-old has an iPad. Welcome to that, fun young son being consumed by the internet and always being plugged in. Welcome to the matrix. And he will now, he will now forever be online and woke because of the iPad. 
And today on this Christmas day, we're coming up with New Year's resolutions for Ole Miss sports in 2023. And I know that sounds a little cheesy and corny, but guess what? It's Christmas. It's cheesy and corny time. Get over it. And the first one I've got probably has to do with Ole Miss basketball, but I want to start with you. Where are you at? What's the first New Year's resolution for Ole Miss sports in 2023? Oh, um, well, since you mentioned basketball. Oh, boy. I think if you're an Ole Miss fan, you got to hope that Santa brought Deshaun Ruffin a new knee. Um, he has not looked right. Because he, he's just not the same. He's not as explosive. Now, look, he's still out there getting buckets because he's a stud, but not nearly as explosive. Um, I mean, he can still break people down off the dribble, but once SEC play starts, it's going to be much more difficult. Um, I think that's – and that's not a knock on, on, on Deshaun. I mean, he's still out there <laughs> playing well, all things considered, when he tore ligaments in his knee. Um but yeah, I mean, it's a different basketball team when he's not able to, to really, you know, do what he wants to do. Um, outside of that, I mean, I would say that the resolution is once this transfer portal board gets reset, they got to find some guys that can get to the quarterback off the edge. Yes, um, they have to. It's, I think that's probably. I think that's more important than receiver. I think that's true because Lane Kiffin showed with Dayton Wade that he doesn't necessarily need a rah-rah Thomas. He wants one. He needs to get them, preferably have them. But Dayton Wade proved that he can turn pretty much anybody. Not that he wasn't a talented player, but he doesn't have to go and, and pay a ton of money, you know, millions of dollars in NIL coffer stuff to go get one because he can go get a guy with Dayton Wade who is a good player but maybe not as pursued in the portal as a rah-rah Thomas and make them productive. But – Preferably you have him and others. And so far that just hasn't been the case. So yes, number yeah. one resolution is probably uh Lane, go address your portal needs, man, because it's starting to get a little hairy. Yeah. And that's, you know, we mentioned on the last show, Isaac to and I know division two. Oh, well, you're only going after this guy because you missed on Ra Ra. Well, you know, lest we forget, you know, Lane Kiffin turned, you know, Blake Sims from a running back into a quarterback that was pretty damn good. Um, so, I mean, he can find ways to, you know, utilize and squeeze the most talent out of people that he can. I mean, Jacob Pearson. Come on, man. Blake Sims was going to OJ Howard and. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mention OJ Howard because he didn't really do anything until that national championship game a year later. But that's true. Yeah. I mean, he had some studs to work with and he had Derrick Henry, but still, I mean, that's impressive, but yeah, I mean, he's going to get every ounce out of somebody that he can. I mean, Shakur Pearson, 2021, Dayton Wade had a pretty good year this season. Yeah. Um, you know, he's found, you know, ways, you know, Harrison Bryant was a nobody. Yeah. And Jacor he wins Pearson's the Mackey. One. Like the great thing about Shakur Pearson is like he finished third on the team in receptions or something or yards. I mean, he was a huge, he was, he was probably their go-to wide receiver at the end of the year because of injuries and stuff. Yeah, I mean, he look, I, I he's earned a scholarship, in my opinion. Well, I was talking about Jacor Pearson and then Dayton Wade, of course, but like that's another good example of it. Jacor Pearson in his year at Ole Miss after Western Kentucky wasn't a highly recruited kid out of the portal and ended up being their third leading wide receiver. So you're right. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be the big guys, but you still need to get guys. And so far, they haven't done Are that. You still, yeah, you still got to get the heavy hitters. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, edge, wide receiver. I think one way or the other, you're going to get some resolution um, at quarterback. Are they going to bring Israel Carter in for a visit? If they do, are they going to push for a flip? Or are they going to punt to 2024 and try to get DeMond Williams and or Walker White? Um, I, somebody asked me on the board and I gave my opinion. What do you think? I think they'll try to get both. Yes, they'll try to get both. I there I have been I don't told think they're going to get both. That's that's a tall that's a tall task. I now again as we talked about on the last show, top prospects don't care. They think that hey, I'm the best. I can go beat out whoever you got. It doesn't matter. So maybe they don't care. Um, I know the two are friends. Um, they're very different prospects. I mean, you've got one who's been compared to Josh Allen, and then you've got another that's been compared to Kyler Murray. Um, very different, but they're such. Oh my God, those are like ridiculously high comps. Yeah. Hey, I don't make the rules. I will say this, I, but Walker White, as great and as much momentum as Ole Miss has, you know, seemingly built with him, I've always had my doubts, been skeptical because I just he's an Arkansas legacy. Yeah, I don't think Arkansas is the team, though, that, that, that should scare Ole Miss. No, I think it's going to be – Clemson's offered. They're in the mix now. Um, I don't think Alabama, just because of just the amount of quarterbacks they have, I think it's probably TCU, Clemson, and LSU. Oh, man, come um, on. Clemson just signed Chris Vizina. Hey, again, these kids don't care. They don't care. And they're doing it over there in God's name, image, and likeness, so you can't write them off. Um, I'm not going to let that one go for a long time. No, that was really stupid. Um, but, yeah, I there, I was told from someone that would absolutely know there is no preference. It's 1A and 1B. They love both of them. I think they would love to sign both of them. I don't know if that will happen, but, you know, it, it's – Either one of those guys in your class is going to make you better. Um, I, I mean, there's a lot to like with both of them. Walker White, again, I mentioned the Josh Allen comp. I mean, the dude tested through the roof at the elite camp. He's a freak. And then DeMond Williams is a guy that just does a lot of things that you can't teach. Um, I put in a prediction for him to pick Ole Miss. I also have a prediction in for Walker White to pick Ole Miss that I put in a while back. But, I mean, DeMond Williams – he led Basha High School in Arizona to their first state championship. He went head-to-head with Dylan Rayola, who's the number one overall prospect in the 24 class. I was told by a national scout that he's better than any 23 quarterback. Um, beat him head-to-head twice, and then also went up against Malachi Nelson, who signed with USC, five-star in the 23 class, beat him head-to-head. So... I don't think this – you shouldn't look at the measurables and scoff. You shouldn't look at any of the pictures of him and, wow, he's he too small. I mean, look at what Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud are doing. And we mentioned the Kyler Murray comp. I mean, I, I think the quarterback position is starting to be revolutionized by just what dudes can do and what offenses can do to elevate the skill sets that guys have. I, I don't – the height thing is, one. you know, sure, you can bat balls down, but – Man, you some of the stuff that he does, you you can't flesh that out in practice. You can't build that in a weight room. It's just 
an innate thing that is hard to replicate. But, um, but yeah, what are they going to do at quarterback? They're going to get somebody in this class, or are they going to try to go in the portal and get a backup that's going to know the know the deal, or will they just punt it and try to get two in twenty four? 2022 was an outstanding year for Ole Miss Athletics, punctuated by the baseball team winning the College World Series. As the calendar year comes to an end, please consider supporting Ole Miss Athletics with your year-end giving to help them sustain their incredible momentum. For more information on ways to give to Ole Miss Athletics, visit their websites at www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com. That's www.givetoathletics.com or www.championsnowolemiss.com or call their office at 662-915-7159. That's the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation, one of the many proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance, and that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. 0186 and tell them that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. I think we should do three resolutions for Ole Miss Sports apiece. And since yours goes heavy for recruiting, mine will start with basketball. Win games because everyone and their mother knows, and Kermit Davis is one of them, he is not obtuse, where this is headed if you don't. 
I don't know where you're going to find the wins, Ben. Right, crazier things have happened. You know, hashtag sports, but last time I checked, the SEC is probably the best conference in the country right now in basketball. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's got I mean, I don't, I don't watch enough college basketball to feel pretty emphatic with that statement, but top to bottom, it is just a rock fight everywhere. I mean, you've got nationally ranked programs all over the place. It's going to be a, it's going to be tough sledding. I'm just going to say, you said Kermit is not up to, so he knows that it's going to be hard. And look, the roster is there. They've got talent. They just, it's just going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And it's, it also kind of puts into perspective or at least puts in this, into the spotlight how I think misguided a strategy it was in the portal season. I mean, it, it's absolutely a need you needed to address rim protection, defensive versatility, rebounding toughness. And you got that with four guys who were defensive players of the years in their conferences. But once you got two, the other two become redundant and you still didn't address your number one issue, which was what scoring specifically perimeter scoring. And that's what Ole Miss is struggling with, with Desha, It's putting too much on Deshaun Ruffin, like you said, to start and his yeah. knee that is still in recovery to expect him to be the McDonald's all American first ever signed out of high school by Ole Miss um, right out of the gate, coming off of injury. Matthew Morrell needed to be an NBA player, and yes, he's still that, but he's more projection than what he actually is right now. You don't have enough scoring, specifically perimeter scoring. And Jamin Brakefield's actually had a good year, expanded his game, been more than he was last year, making some threes. Hadn't been spectacular, but he's taken a step, and that's not enough because you didn't address your number one need. So win games, Ole Miss basketball, that's my number one resolution. Your second resolution is what? I'd probably say get Zach Evans to come back. Ooh. Where is that? Because this is starting to get a little interesting. I still think he goes. I – just for the sake of podcast fodder, I'd say I think he stays. Um, Hasn't been graded out as high as I think he would like by Mel Kuyper, Tom McShay, and – Mike Mayock, whoever does the NFL draft stuff. Um, I, I think scouts are still skeptical of his durability and his health. I think he needs a year to prove that, <laughs> contrary to popular belief, I am not made of glass. Um, I can play. Because, look, when he was healthy, I, I mean, Quinshawn Judkins can make anyone look decent. Or I would, I'm not going to say average because Zach Evans is not average. He is not. But it's on a team that had the SEC rushing title winner and a freshman All American. When Zach Evans was healthy, he was right there with Quinshaw Judkins. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, step for step. You, I mean, I know Georgia Tech's Georgia Tech, whatever. He made Georgia Tech look silly. Um, even when he was banged up and wasn't 100%, he ran all over Kyle Field and made everybody look stupid. Um, so I think that getting somebody like him back will just make the offense just even more dangerous because you've got Jackson Dart, who's going to be another year in the system, another year getting comfortable with Lane Kiffin and the play calling, and you already got Quinshawn Judkins coming back. Yeah, there's no – Proven tight end, but when you got two backs like that that can just flat out go, 
it's going to make things a lot easier. Um, so and yeah, also, I Michael think Trigg, uh, it's time for Michael Trigg. It's time. There's no excuses yeah. anymore. And right. And because that changes uh, well, the calculus, a number of things change the calculus for Ole Miss and how we consider this portal season. If Zach Evans were to come back, I still think he goes and we're pre-recording this before Christmas. We're all trying to have a good holiday. So maybe he's announced on Christmas Day that he's leaving. That would just be another in a long line of kicks in the dick for Ole Miss football since they started 7-0, all right? But let's just, you know, dream for a minute because it's the Christmas season. It's supposed to be magical. Okay. Zach Evans is coming back. That completely changes the calculus. I mean, the way we look at Ole Miss and what it needs at wide receiver is different. Yes, they need Chris Marshall. They needed Ra Ra Thomas. He's now a Georgia Bulldog. They need a Trey Harris. That guy's a stud. But Zach Evans and Quinshawn Judkins is a special kind of backfield. That's inarguably top three in the country, and I don't think it's second or third. All right? Those two together. And you're going to get them the ball as many times as possible. And Jackson Dart, it kind of alleviates the, the problems that he's had most consistently, and that's the deep ball and, and really explosive pet plays because you have that in your two most explosive players being running backs. Michael yeah. Trigg being back and being what he was when they signed him last year out of the portal, which was w- one of their headliners. It was Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg. It was all the pictures, all the graphics, all the pub. Yeah, Michael Trigg being that changes the calculus because they didn't have a tight end this year. They didn't have one. They were using Jonathan Mingo and Jordan Watkins effectively as tight ends for half the year. So it, it would change things completely if Trigg can be Trigg and Zach Evans comes back, then the portal and the way things have happened actually make a little bit more sense, don't they? Well, maybe they aren't yeah. as panicked about wide receivers as we thought they would be. And things I'll say like this. And, and, and going and getting another running back. Kedrick <clears throat> Riscano becomes just even more strength to an already strong room and kind of puts a little bit more credence into what Lane Kiffin said when they signed him, which is make your strength stronger. That would then yeah. make more sense. And I'll say this. Now, the injury threw a wrench in everything, but there was a lot of unfair hype around Michael Trigg. And this isn't an excuse, but, I mean, he barely played before he got hurt when he was at USC. And it was expected, all right, you're going to come in and just be an absolute dude for us, catch 50 balls, and look, he, but he's got to mature. That's how the kids said it. That's how the coaches said it. That's yeah. how everybody said it. He's got to grow up. That's the expectation. Up. Don't get mad when then he's been when then he's then held to that expectation. Come on. Yeah, but now it's like, all right, it's time. Like, yeah. time to grow up. Yep. Time to decide if you want to do this or not. Um, and yeah, I mean that's another thing that completely changes things. If he can harness that, that hype and and that potential and be a guy that you have to account for. Um, Because there were flashes. I mean, before he got hurt in the Vandy game, he made some big catches. Um, You know, he did some things early in the year, but you got to have that all 12, 13 games, whatever it is. Hell, just give me double digits at this point. (laughs) Yeah. Like, if you can get Michael Trigg to catch 25 to 30 balls next year, I think you're having a good season. Yeah. My second New Year's resolution for Ole Miss sports would be Ole Miss baseball. You won a national championship last year. You fulfilled the prophecy. You won. The program that everyone said is the closest to winning a national championship and has no excuses not to did that thing 
all right, let's keep the goodwill rolling here. Let's keep that train on the tracks. Go back to Omaha. Prove that Ole Miss is not a one-off. It wasn't just a fairy tale Cinderella season. Keep Ole Miss baseball where it belongs, and that's every year contending for a national championship in Omaha. Omaha. I think it said Omaha or something. But yeah, they can do it again. Oh yeah, they could. They've got a, they got a really good. I mean, lost a ton, but Ethan Gross is going to be an absolute stud in center field. Yeah, they're absolutely good enough to compete. I mean, they always are. I mean, I mean that's been that, that's literally been the joke, is that Bianco has them there every single year, basically. Yeah. This team so, is better on paper as far as next level talent as last year's team was. Mm. More talented. Jacob Gonzalez is a top ten pick in the draft. Calvin Harris is a top four round pick. Hey, that Ben, there you go. Kiffin, there's a there's a thing you could do. What's that? You can't find a quarterback? Go over there and see if Jacob Gonzalez wants to put the pads on again. No, 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 no. Calvin, <laughs> Harris, Calvin Harris was throwing it around in Iowa. Hey, go look up Jacob Gonzalez's huddle. His huddle legit. tape. Legit. He could he could play quarterback. Really? Yeah. If you could take one baseball player and make them a football player, oh, it's well, you know who it is, Taiwan Malone. I know he plays both, but I want Taiwan Malone to be a really good like wrestler. current current player or just yeah. any Ole Miss baseball player. Uh, current player, because former. Uh, see, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, you make Smith, you take Sykes Orvis and you make him like the red zone darling. <laughs> Sykes Orvis would be a terrible football player. No disrespect, Whoa. Whoa. He's a terrible football player. Like he could be like the uh remember uh oh man back before Jimbo Fisher uh scrambled his brain and forgot how to do things. Um oh sh- Nick O'Leary, the tight end at Florida State. The uh he was like the grandson of uh Jack Nicholas. Give me they would- Thomas Dillard as Mike Allstott. <laughs> the ultimate H back. Yeah. I would only let Thomas Dillard play if he wore a neck roll. Give me your he third have to... resolution for almost. Um, We're getting carried away. Third resolution. Last one. Got to be good. Bring the mm. fire. Go get Camarion Franklin and get him early. Where does he rank in your brain right now as far as the best prospects to come out of Mississippi in the last 20 years? Dude, he's... He's up there. I've seen various fan accounts, two four seven, whoever. They'll they'll rank like every state, like every prospect ever. He's in the. I think he's in the top five for Mississippi. Yeah, per Who's these it? people. Um, or who was? Dude, he's a he's a monster. Who's ahead? Um, of him? I can remember it was like Chris Spencer, Tony um, Connor. I can't remember, but I mean, it was like the. Like Chris Jones, I think. Um, Chris Jones blew up late. He was a three-star up until December. I don't remember if he was up there or not, but I would put Jerry's Norwood up there. I mean, that dude was unreal in high school. Franklin's ahead of A.J. Brown, D.K., all those guys. Tig Barksdale. Yeah, I mean, it's six, five, he's every bit of 6'5", every bit of 260. Um, Yeah, you got to beat out Alabama, A&M, Tennessee, Georgia. Georgia. And you got to do it early. He's a bona fide five-star prospect right up the road in DeSoto County. You cannot let him get out. 
And I mean, he is. Even if you spend like half of that ten million, I don't give a shit. Dude, you can't let that out of state. Yeah, and I think they're in a good spot. Now it's a long way to go, but Randall Joyner and Derek Nix and practically everybody, Lane Kiffin, they're going to do whatever they can. I mean, he's the he's the Suntarian Perkins of the twenty four class in Mississippi. Like he that's is the. Really, that's a really good New Year's resolution. Yeah. Like you have to, you cannot let that type of talent leave. This time because, next year, we need to be celebrating his signing with Ole Miss like we've been celebrating Sunterrain. I mean, he is – he's a dude – like I talked about the quarterback position, how you build around that offensively. He's the guy that you build around defensively. Like, he is a uh, – other people's Kim words, Dici. not mine. He he is an NFL guy. Robert Kimdichi. Yeah. Except maybe he'll finish plays. That was mean. I'm sorry. He just wanted to play saxophone, man. I was there in Clarksdale when he did it. All right, my third and final New Year's resolution for Ole Miss um, sports. Hey, football, finish it next time. Finish it. That's a good one. Stop trying to interview for jobs. <laughs> There's a bonus one. You can't make $9 million and go to the Texas Bowl. The Texas Bowl, it's great to go bowling. The postseason's awesome, and Ole Miss – used to celebrate Independence Bowls and Motor City Bowls. I get it. But that is not how he's being paid. That's not how he wants Ole Miss to be considered. He said that. After Ole Miss, Alabama, and Ole Miss barely lost to Alabama team, historically, it never beats. And he was asked by a report, I think it was Jared Redding at 247, um, about keeping it close. And he said, no, we don't play to keep it close. We play to win. That little brother or that, that little man syndrome that Ole Miss has had forever, it's done with here with me. Okay, fine. Then finish it next time. Yeah. Finish it. This time next year, we should be talking about the playoffs. Wait, Ben, that's too rich. I agree. They've got Alabama and Georgia. Trips to Alabama and Georgia on the schedule next year. There's no way. I agree. But that is how Lane Kiffin is being paid and has told us to consider this. So, okay. Yeah, you need some wide receivers. Go get them. You need some edges. Go get them. Because we expect now that Ole Miss will be appearing in the SEC Championship in Atlanta, Georgia, for the first time in school history at some point, preferably next year. That is now the expectation that the money says it should be and that Lane Kiffin has has used the words in his mouth to say it should be. Okay, finish it then. As uh, co-host on Hit That Line, Mr. Ben Woodhouse said, Lane Kiffin is the best coach in Ole Miss football history, but he is also being just incredibly selfish with how he's operating. Both things can be true. Yep. And that's, I mean, top to bottom with how he, how he utilizes the roster. Um, Playing only 30 players and then a bunch of kids leave yeah. like Brown when you need wide receivers. Like, this is a – you have 85 guys over there. This isn't 53. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that's really kind of frustrating for me, like with the Braylon Brown who's in the portal, I can hear the fans say, well, that's on Braylon Brown. He just didn't have the impact. Dennis Jackson, same thing. Okay, that's fine. Who's that supposed to – who's that supposed to be the fault of? The player or the coach? When it becomes a trend. Like, if you want to look at them each individually and say, well, Braylon Brown wasn't that good. Okay, Braylon Brown wasn't that good and Dennis Jackson wasn't that good and Miles – you see what I'm saying? That yeah. doesn't that doesn't track. So, if you're getting paid a certain way, and you and you, you told your fan base and implored your fan base to show up for games, 
and say that's how big programs, big time programs operate, then you can't then get defensive when they start to go along with what you've told them to believe and say and do. Mm-hmm. So finish it. And this time yeah. next year, let's talk about the playoff. This has been Talk of Champions. Merry Christmas, everybody. I hope it's a delightful day. I hope you got everything you wanted. I didn't get my couch, but that's okay. That's all right. We got lawn chairs set up here in the den, and it's magical all the same. It's the best time of the year. Thank you, my friend. We'll do it again. Happy Hanukkah. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading to the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now, but I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.